everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast of Born to Be a Star. Yo, today is guess what? Friday. How did we get here so fast? I don't know, but we got here. The week went by ridiculously fast, and we're at Friday. And guess what? Tomorrow is Saturday and Sunday. You're probably not happy if you have to work on the weekend, but um, at least you had another day off during the week. Hopefully. Um, some people have to work on Saturdays, some people have to work on Sundays, some people get a day off during the week, or two days off during the week, whatever your working situation is, or if you work remote and you get to have the fun of being in your house all day long, or if you have to commute, whatever your situation is, happy Friday, the weekend is beginning. Maybe we could just get in the mindset of the weekend and that could just make us happy. Let us take our time to recognize our star power. As in five, four, three, two, one. Star power, star power. Okay, let's look in the mirror, in the bathroom, or on our phones, or in our cars, or in our laptop, or any device that allows you to see your reflection. And let's say, yes, I can. Yes, I can do this. Yes, I can do that. Yes, I can do anything I put my mind to. I can achieve it. Goals, I'm setting the goals so I can reach them and conquer them. I'm saying I'm going to do something so I can do it. That's the point of it all. It's not so you don't accomplish things. It's so you do accomplish things. You can't be scared or fearful or caught up in what you can't do. Instead, you have to look at what you can do. We need to get in that mindset. So anyways, let's get into my favorite part of this conversation. And it should be your favorite part of the conversation, too. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. I think that Twitter is going to be in a lot of trouble based off the fact of how they reacted to Elon Musk wanting to buy Twitter. They've showed who they are in a way that they can't take back and... um, Now the band-aid's been ripped off. We know it's just not Twitter. We know it's Meta and a bunch of other things as well. But Twitter is the main problem with social media. Like I talked about the other day, you can't just have a platform that only allows one side to have their view and opinion of things. If you're going to have a open-minded concept and and you're going to give people the ability to speak their mind or speak their truth, even if it's not truth and it's lie, lies, then it's got to be equal. And nothing about Twitter is equal. It's not. It's not equal. Now, I know that progressive voices and left sides will make it seem like the right side is very chaotic and vindictive and rude and disrespectful. And I know they didn't like what Trump was doing, but at least... Trump was 100% original and authentic. He was himself. I mean, when I look at Biden's tweets, I know Biden's not tweeting it. There's that. It's likely these celebrities aren't the ones that are tweeting these things either. Do you really think these people are going out of their... are spending this time tweeting these things. And I, and I like to think maybe they, they could do that, but I don't actually think they are. I, I don't imagine that if, if you're very busy and you and you have a successful business or something, you're, you're interacting like that. 
maybe if 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 you have something where you're constantly posting something, then you have the availability to do that and respond to like people's thoughts, especially if it comes to like a different kind of accomplishment. Like if you're an actor or you're on a show, because I like I've talked to like actors that are in shows and we've had conversations on Twitter and they've responded to me. You know, like I've I've had conversations with people on Twitter and I don't really have to deal with a lot of like insanity on Twitter and when there is like someone posting something that's kind of ridiculous or insane, I just like either block them or like ignore them. like you have the ability to ignore people but the platform just can't be a one-sided platform like the reason i brought that up today on no media loud is because the way they're picked the way they're spreading the news about elon musk is that he's trying to take over twitter he's trying to use his money to buy the platform what about jeff bezos buying uh the grocery store What about him buying the newspaper? What about all the other things Jeff Bezos has spent money on? Why aren't we looking at that indirectly? Like, why aren't we looking at the things these people have done? What about Mark Zuckerberg buying Instagram and WhatsApp and all the other stuff that he has too? What about all that? If you're going to look at Elon Musk and question him wanting to buy Twitter, then are we going to do a review of the other people I just said? It's likely not. It's likely that we're not going to do that. So if we're not going to do that, then what are we going to do? There's my question. What are we going to do? Because I don't know what we're going to do. It's just... It's one thing after another where no one's being held responsible here. And we're just kind of left. So we're just supposed to go ahead and be okay with the board of Twitter... I'm not okay with the board of Twitter making the decision that the person has to be involved with the company a year because you're scared that Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter. You're worried that Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter because he's going to allow Trump to go back on the platform. That's what you're scared of. And you're scared of the fact that some Republicans or some right side of the pendulum are going to bring up a lot of facts that are going to basically disconnect the crap that the Democrats say to the public because it's a bunch of crap. That's what you're scared of. There's no actual freedom here, right? Are you listening to what I'm saying? They've built a platform where they don't want the other side of the platform to have the ability to use it the way they do. Hunter Biden had a laptop with information on it and the Republicans were saying he had the laptop and they refused to put it in newspapers. No news station wanted to say anything about it. Facebook removed it from the platform and so did Twitter. And it was the truth. It wasn't a lie. It was the truth. He should be in jail. Lifetimes over. So should Hillary Clinton and so should so should Biden. Biden shouldn't be able to run for presidency after they figured that out. I mean, what are we doing here? They're still talking about January 6th every day. And you want to point out all the ridiculousness. I just told you that Jeff Bezos bought Whole Foods. 
No one threw a big deal about that. So now Elon Musk can't buy Twitter. I mean, who cares? Why is it such a big deal? Why do they act like they can't give another person a different voice? If you don't want to fall into the narrative of the Democratic Party and the left side, then they make it as if you're like evil or something. They make it as if you're trying to end the world. It's not that I'm trying to end the world. I don't want to be involved with a party that just wants to give handouts to people and doesn't have a way to accomplish that. And accomplishing the handouts you want to give to people isn't charging the rich people more for taxes. That's not how we're doing it. We're not going to overcharge corporations even more. That's not going to work either. The reason corporations get discounts and and they get a, a lesser amount of their taxes taken out is because they employ people. They're the reasons people have employment and jobs. You understand how that works, right? That's called business. If you're losing sight of what business actually is, then you shouldn't be talking. Like the progressive, like their views are so like false and just confusing. Now, I'm not saying they're wrong about everything, but I'm saying some things that they're saying just don't make any sense. And if you're going to say all these things, it needs to make sense. And if it doesn't make sense, then no one can hold you accountable and no one should be listening to anything you're saying. That's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it can't just be one sided. It can't just be we want this. We want that. We feel like this. We feel like that. No, it can't just be all about how you feel and what you think. And then no one else is holding you accountable. That is not fair. That is not equal. That is not any of those things. I think Elon Musk should be given the opportunity to buy Twitter if he wants to. If he has the money to buy it and he's offering them more than it's worth, then the board is lying to the shareholders and the people that have anything to do with uh, Twitter on a financial standpoint. And they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing because it's a business so supposed to be making profit. If we're talking about it like that, then what are they doing? Then they're in they're going to be in a lot of trouble and we're going to watch it burn. And I can't wait to watch that. So food for thought for your Friday. Why can't Elon Musk buy Twitter? Who fucking cares, right? Who cares? If you're using Twitter to blast people and bother them and annoy them and act like your opinion matters more than them and you're arguing and doing all that crap, you're wasting your time. It's supposed to be a platform where you're talking to people and it's turned into some creepy cult-like shit where people just go after other people like robots and all they do is argue all the time. Who has time for that? Moving on. Elon Musk is right and everybody else is a lying sack of shit. I'm talking about all you shitty reporters on all these shitty news stations. And I'm talking about all you crappy ass politicians. Democrats. I'm specifically talking about you. And progressives too. Suck it. Like stop lying. Stop acting like you care about the people with all the money you have in your pockets. And all the nice shit you're wearing and driving around. AOC, go suck a rock, okay? Like... The first job you had and you graduated from that prestigious institution was to be a what? Let's see. A bartender. You don't have to go to college to be a bartender, man. I mean, you could go to like liquor school, but you don't have to go to like an Ivy League institution to work at a bar. 
I'm not on that, man. And I know everybody wants to act like you're so smart, but you obviously aren't because you know you can't switch positions at this point and you can't do a lot of things because there's a lot of people that don't like you and you're not going to be able to do it. So you're smart enough to know that. Like the Democratic Party is run by a bunch of lunatics. And I'm sorry to sound like I'm Republican because I'm not Republican either. I don't like them either. I don't want to be a part of a party that wants to like decriminalize women for wanting to have abortions and wants to just bother people with gay rights. Although I have questions about some of the transgender actions or legislation they're trying to pass for that too. I don't want to be a part of something that's trying to limit women's rights to have abortions, especially with incest and rape or the woman could die. Like you're taking away a person's right to live. I'm not okay with that. I'm also not okay with people removing things from history for kids to learn about. Another reason why teaching sucks. Pass. I'm not okay with any of this shit. So I don't like either side. I think they both suck for different reasons. But what I'm going to say is that neither one of them is right. And there's no one who has enough power to hold them accountable. So we just have to sit here and listen to a bunch of hocus pocus every day and it gets annoying after a while i'm paying for gas i'm paying for groceries i'm seeing shit no one's buying me anything i i'm paying at a higher tax increase i'm paying more for everything and you know what's not being fixed the inflation rate that i have to buy things at you know what's not being fixed my student loans you know what's not being fixed my pay increase. You know what's not being fixed? A lot of other shit too. Like, instead of you talking about all the things you're going to do, why don't you actually do something to help the working class? And until you do that, please shut the fuck up. Just a memo on my podcast to politicians. Let me tell you what you need to hear. Stop talking about what you're going to do. Stop talking about all these other things and do something that's going to actually help people that are dealing with the reality of today, which is that everything costs too much money and things are becoming unaffordable. Renting an apartment is becoming unaffordable. Trying to buy a house, everybody's getting priced out of that. You're spending 30K, 40K over whatever the house is worth, whether it's a condo, a house, a townhouse, whatever the fuck it is, you're spending more money. In any way, in every way, whether it's buying a used car, leasing a car, buying a car, you're buying any device, you're spending more money. Fix the problems or nothing good's going to come from this. (coughs) And anything you had any hopes of doing, you're not going to be able to do it because the Republicans are going to take over again. And that's inevitable at this point. I don't think the Democrats have a shot in hell. I'm not going to lie to you. They're done. Biden's going to be in office and he's going to not be able to do anything. So he better try to get whoever he can get into uh, the Supreme Court. and He better try to do whatever he's trying to do soon. Because at some point he's going to lose all his power. Because he has power and he's not using it. He could have taken a pen and gotten rid of student loans. He could have already done that. He's the president of the United States of America. He could have did that with a signature. Was that the first thing he did? No. 
Instead, he's worried about taking away legislation that stops people from claiming asylum during a pandemic. What are they going to do when the numbers of the pandemic go up again and they've already allowed people to come into this country and claim asylum and they're infected and they infected everyone else? This is a pandemic. Like, we have to make difficult decisions and they don't want to do it. I don't know. Just saying. Anyways, thanks for tuning in to uh, No Media Allowed. Let's get to the next part of our conversation. The power of creativity means that if you put your mind to something, you can do it. Whether you're painting, coloring, reading, writing, singing, doing a podcast, making something. The power of creativity can take you away from negativity and can take you out of a pit of nothing. So I say you should enlighten yourself with positivity and creativity. And I say you should find a way to get it done and have fun doing it. Why not? Creativity really is a big deal, especially for me, especially with um, growing up. I always had uh, an environment where I could make things like my dad brought me this will where I could uh, make um, ceramic pieces. And it was in our basement. And he bought me that because he knew I liked to make things. And I always grew up in an environment. He did that when I was I think it was like I was very young. I, I always lived in an environment where. I was always able to be creative and and try things and explore and have fun and be a kid. And as an adult, I still get to experience that. And and I only get to experience that because that's how I grew up. And and I understand the power of creativity. Creativity can change your mindset and put you in a place where you're not worried or concerned and you don't feel a type of way about things because you're just living your life and you're loving your life. If you get to that point where you don't care about anybody else or their opinions or thoughts or whatever, then you're living. You can't get caught up in things that don't allow you to be who you are. And creativity helps you figure out who you are. Do you like color? Do you like black and white? Do you like big letters? Do you like small letters? Do you like beads? Do you want to make jewelry? Do you want to knit a scarf? What do you like to do? How can your hands create? And then once you figure out what your hands can create, I mean, Sky's the limit. Creativity is the thing we should all be looking forward to doing. And I know you might be thinking, I'm busy. I work all these hours a day. I don't have time for creativity. Well, then maybe have a conversation with someone about something creative instead of doing something. Find five minutes to do something that lets you be creative. And I guarantee you that'll light up the whole rest of your day. Just saying. Next part of our conversation. How many pillows are too many pillows? Like, have you ever gone over someone's house and they have, like, 5,000 pillows over their couch? How many pillows are too many? Like, currently on the couch in our living room, uh, there is three pillows. I think that's enough. I don't think there needs to be any more. When people get to, like, nine pillows on a couch, I think that's a lot. As far as the bed goes, there's four. There's the, like, the, the pillow... That matches the um, comforter. Then there is like the other pillow that we actually sleep on. So there's four pillows. I think that's enough. Like I've watched a lot of shows and things on HGTV where they have like 30 pillows. And I'm just like, are those just for show? Because they can't possibly be going to sleep with all those pillows, right? Like that's way too many. 
So I'm assuming if there's like more than like 10 pillows, that's just for decoration. I'm assuming that. I'd say minimal pillows is smarter. So you have less cleanup to do before you're going to bed. Or so people aren't just playing with the pillows if they come to visit you in your living room. Are we getting tired of working out at home? No. I don't like gyms. I think they're gross and disgusting and they cost too much money. But I mean, if you don't have enough room to have a gym in your house or you don't want to buy equipment, I can understand that. Personally, me, I've had a Peloton for like a couple of years. And I, the reason I got it is because it's easy access. I can get on it and get off of it whenever I want to. And I like having that ability. Like with the gym. <coughs> excuse me. With the gym much work for me working all day and then having to drive to a gym after i'm tired or trying to drive to gym before i go to work then i'm tired at work like it's too much for me like granted i was working for home from home during covid so i got used to working out and going to work or going to work and then just working out and having access to it all like in the same space so that made it easier now that we're getting back to somewhat a little bit of normalcy I'm trying to figure out how to schedule out things, but I like having access to a gym at home. I like not being surrounded by other people when I'm working out because I'm focusing when I'm working out. And I think the gym for me is a distraction. Like, because I don't need to talk to anybody at a gym. Like, I don't want to deal with a coach trying to overcharge me for something I don't need. I don't want to deal with somebody saying, oh, come get a shake. I can make my own shake at home. I got protein powder at home. Like, I don't. You get what I'm saying? Like, no, pass. That's just how I feel. But other people might want to be in that environment. But for me personally, nah, I'm good. Gyms are old news. Home gyms are the future. And it's going to continue to be the future. And I said it a year ago. I said it before that. And I'll keep saying it now. Home gyms are comfort and easiness because you don't have to go anywhere if you work from home it's right there if you don't work from home when you get home your gym is there or you can work out before you go to work whatever makes you happy man easiness and simplicity that's what we're looking for simplicity right something easy not something where it's extra layers of work and irritation next part of our conversation Buying a house and renovating or just get modern. I think if you're buying a house right now, you have to be fully aware of what's available. Some people are trying to like really rob you blind and charge way too much for the house than it's worth. The job, the house market is on fire right now. There's not a lot available. Whatever is available, some things might be good. Some things might be bad. Uh, I would be looking for modern so you don't have to spend money refixing things or redoing things over. Like, I like watching HGTV, but if I have to be in that predicament where I have to, like, do over a basement or something, like, then you have to get, like, a contractor in and they have to tell you how much money it costs. And then they have to do the work on it. And, like, we're busy people. How do we have time for that? I don't know. Like, maybe, but renovating sounds like a nightmare to me it looks fun and pretty when they're doing it on tv but that's not the same thing as it happening in your own house i me and skip are looking for a house right now and we're looking for something that's like freshly fixed everything has been primarily updated and you know we're looking for like 
something that's going to be easy to move into, not a lot of work. We need a finished basement. And there's things that we want. I want the garage to be attached to the house, okay? I want that. I might not get it, but that's one of my wants. I want a finished basement because I want the basement to be a movie theater. I want the basement to have more room in case as we start to have kids, it could be their hangout spot down there as well. You know, you want to have multiple areas for multiple things. Um, I also want laundry not to be in the basement. I don't want to have to go downstairs for laundry, especially living East Coast by the water. I just have a fear of that. And um, I want upstairs and downstairs. I really don't want a ranch. I really want the flexibility of having two different floors, especially coming from an apartment where everything is on the same floor. I want that space. And um, those are the necessities of us moving. Like, I don't know if we're going to get all that, but that's the want. Also, I don't want to move somewhere where the taxes are higher. But, like, if you have to, like, do renovations, then you have to take that in consideration when you're buying something. Like, how much are you putting down? How much is it going to cost for you to renovate that? When are you going to get to fixing it? Like, these are things you have to take into consideration. And it's a lot to take into consideration. Buying a house is fun, but you have to also make sure you're not buying a house pit like you know how they say like cars can be like a what is it uh i can't remember the name of the cars that suck but there's a name for the cars that are bad because you just put money into them and and they still aren't worth the money you're investing into them that that same thing could happen with property You don't want to be investing in property where it's built in like 1912 or 1843. Like you shouldn't even be looking at anything like that. Like you can't be looking at property where there's like a lot of damage and stuff done to it as well. Like, no, you need to be like as a younger person, you need to be investing in something that's easy for you to just move in and start your life. Like at some point you're going to have kids. You want to have a place where they can play and grow up and you want to live on a street where it's not that far away from like like a library and it's a walkable place and it's got a good environment and it's a good it's a good area and it, it's a good community and these are all things you have to take into consideration when it comes to houses i like watching renovation shows on hgtv i love hgtv but in my personal life i don't want to deal with that so i'm looking for something with a finished basement i want a finished laundry room i want the kitchen to be updated i want the garage to be attached or not that far away from the house. And I don't want to have to deal with anything where we're going to have to, like, get someone to do work. Because how long is that going to take and how much is that going to cost? And with the price of everything right now, it's probably going to be ungodly. So to each is our own. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. Star Watch Talk, Star Watch Talk, we watch together. Back into the office. Oh my god, that show is hilarious. I'm definitely going to start it again. I have favorite episodes, so sometimes I just binge watch it on TV because it's always on TV anyways. But it's definitely on Paramount Plus, and it's definitely on Freeform, and it's definitely on the comedy channel on regular TV. But I love The Office. I could watch it a million times over and over and over, and I'd still love it. It's still hilarious. Um, If you're looking for something funny to watch, definitely put that on. Um... What sci-fi show will be next? I don't know. Amazon had that crappy show that was about sci-fi, but I think the 
end of that came on. I can't remember the name of it. I really went in on that show uh, just because I watched a couple episodes of it and it was absolutely horrible. I don't know. Like, I have expectations when it comes to sci-fi for it to actually be sci-fi. And there hasn't really been anything good on the sci-fi channel itself. So I'm expecting, like, the streamers to provide the good sci-fi. Stranger Things ending is coming out soon, so I'm definitely going to have to stay tuned to that. That's what you call sci-fi. So I'll be waiting to give you some information on that. As soon as that comes out, um, still waiting. Um, who's still watching and waiting for Amazon to compete the correct way? Because I am. And we talked about this the other day. They have to be in a competing situation instead of just providing content and not being aware of the content that they're providing isn't at the speed that it needs to be at. And it's not at the clarity it needs to be at. Like the content that they're providing needs to be competitive content. And it's not like I'm not saying the shows that they have hadn't been good because they're okay, but they're not great. Like we're not talking about like HBO Max good. We're talking about, okay. This is Amazon. Like, I liked Hannah. I liked the other... Sh- I liked Reacher. Uh, Will of Time was okay. Like, I've liked the things that... The latest things they've done. I'm not saying it's bad, but... I keep saying they have to make things where they're competing. They have to have weekly shows. They have to compete. And they're not doing that. Like, when Netflix comes out with new things, they blow them away. And, like, they're not catching up. Like, all Netflix does is produce things. Like... You're competing with something where you have, where you're being strained in different directions, but the thing you should be focusing your time on, you're not doing that. And it feels like you're not focused on your Amazon Prime watching. That's what it feels like as a watcher. Um, Who's still watching TV? I feel like the only people that are watching TV don't really have access to the other options like Paramount Plus, uh, Epic's. They don't have access to HBO Max, uh, Shutter, uh, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, all the other things that exist. They don't have access to it on a red- on a daily basis. Now I have Cable Plus. I have all of those, so I can literally watch whatever I want. And the reason I have access to all of those other things is because for the majority of the time, there's nothing on TV. All the shows are predictable and they're the same, and they have shitty storylines questionable characters really crappy actors and they're like tv like pg-13 rated shows i don't want to see that i want to see sex i want to see cussing i want to see violence i want to see chaos that's what i'm seeking if i'm looking for a mystery i want a good mystery i want true detective i want some crazy shit like that like i want godfather of harlem that's not on TV. You're not finding that there. I want Game of Thrones. Again, there's nothing on TV that's comparable to that. I want that. Going back a little further, I'm going to want to find uh, something that's similar to True Blood. And there's no vampire show that's like True Blood. The way they did that vampire show, nothing compares to it. Nothing. And it's dated itself very well. And there's still nothing comparable to it. That's sad, right? And I'm primarily talking about things that are available on HBO. But who's watching TV? 
people that don't have access to what I just said, once the people that don't have access get access to what I just said, no one's going to be watching TV. The ratings are going to drop and they're going to be picking out even worse options to produce. Like Fox has the shittiest shows. Like they suck with shitty actors and crappy storylines and they're horrible. And how did they get that way? It It's just a slope where they kept falling down and now they're just at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. Like these other cable shows, they all created a platform together so they could do streaming just to try to stay alive. But still, nobody wants to watch the crap they have. It's not that great, man. Who's looking at this stuff, man? Who? The questions we ask, who's watching cable? People that don't have access to all those streaming devices, I said. I said it. I meant it. Next part of our conversation. Epic stars Peacock. Who's the best? Epics. Peacock's okay, but there's no comparison between Peacock and Epics. Epics has amazing shows. Godfather of Harlem, oh, so good. Um, let's see another show. Alfred, oh, so good. There's so many high-quality, amazing shows with amazing actors, amazing storylines that just keep you wanting more, and the other two aren't comparable. I'm just going to say it. They're not. Next part of our conversation. Let's move on to some food with Vig Star, Vig Star, Vig Star. Where you recognize your star. Also health, too. Let's get into it. Air frying, fun. Meaning, what do you put in the air fryer? You could put corn in there. You could air fry a grilled cheese. You could put chicken in there. You could put onion rings in there. You could put anything you want in the air fryer. And it will taste delicious. And you should try it. I love the air fryer. Uh, I love doing pork chops in the air fryer. Steak, pizza, anything really can go in the air fryer. And it's delicious. Uh, it really gives a, 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 a very wonderful texture to meats. It's great for meatballs. It's great for anything that you're using or eating. That's what you can do with an air fryer. You can do burgers. You can do anything. Um, I have a wonderful touch air fryer that I love. I give my mom my old one. She seems to like it. Uh, I put broccoli in there. Uh, You can air fry broccoli too. You can literally air fry anything and it just tastes so good. Oh my God. I want to air fry right now. Seriously. What are tachos? They're tater chops with the same things that you would put on nachos, like cheese, salsa, sour cream, uh, pico de gallo, like whatever you want, you could put on top of them and really make it whatever you want it to be. I think they're good. I think it's another uh, texture to like nachos. And uh, if you haven't tried it, you should try it. Have you tried waffle sandwiches? I haven't tried waffle sandwiches. Do you think they're good? Maybe we should do that with like BLT and see what it would taste like. I say we try it. Haven't tried it yet, but it's definitely going on the list. Let's make our own seafood pasta. I've made my own seafood pasta with crab, with uh, scallops, with shrimp. And then I also do like an Alfredo, but I put like a little uh, pepper in it to make it spicy or some habaneros. I like spicy jalapenos as well. Um, then I try to get like a thicker pasta, like an Alfredo, like 
what is the pasta? Not angel hair, a little thicker than that, like fettuccine, maybe angel hair. I'm not really a fan of regular spaghetti, but if that's available and I don't have the other two, I'll use that. Then you want to do the sauce. You want to do thick. You want to get heavy cream. You want to get sour cream. You want to get cream cheese. Mix those all together. Use some white wine as well. You want to bring that down. Then you want to mix in some garlic. Then you want to mix in some basil. Then you want to mix in some, some of those peppers I told you about. You might also want to use your blender when you're mixing this, not just a pan. Then you're going to want to simmer that, add some chopped tomatoes into it for some color and texture. Then you're going to put in the seafood on a frying pan. Seafood, you don't want it to cook fully. You just want it to cook slightly. Then you put it into the sauce. It'll finish cooking in the sauce. Shove in the pasta. Mix it around. You're done. Delicious. I've made it multiple times and it always comes out good. Not only do I like it, but Skip's liked it as well. And you never can go wrong with seafood pasta. It's delicious. Can we put butter on everything? Not everything. But you can put it on bread. You can put butter on corn. You can put butter on... You know what? On warm things. Maybe not. (coughs) Like things that are cold. Like I wouldn't say put butter on like coleslaw or like macaroni salad or anything like that because it's not going to taste good but you can put it on like warm foods i think you'll definitely uh, see the good in that so i say try it anyways guess what time it is it's the end of the podcast thank you for tuning into this friday pod of born to be a star and i will see you on monday have an amazing weekend and don't forget that you are a star wherever you are bye